Hey everyone, welcome to the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm your host Jordan, joined today by my fellow co-host Justin. Hey, you doing, man? Doing well. How about yourself, Jordan? Ah, uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, uh, any any familiar listeners to the show will will realize that Ryan's not with us today. So um, he's just got some other things going on right now. Uh, so wish him all the best. Uh, but we'll hear back from him very soon on the next episode, I'm sure. So yeah, he's not going nowhere. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's just taking a, taking a little break from this one. No, but uh, all all good things there. So um, what's going on, man? We haven't uh, you know haven't uh, talked a little bit. So how you doing? Just uh, doing dad stuff. Uh, oh yeah, doing the working man thing on the weekends uh, with my scheduled <laughs> work shifts and. Uh, then just uh, back to daddy duty throughout the week, running kids to and yeah. from school and, you know, trying to get a little me time in here and there. And that's about it. Help gotta the family. Me yeah. Time. Gotta, yeah. gotta make some yeah. time for yourself sometimes. Absolutely. You had a quick little trip to Disney, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, Last week? Yeah. It was a, a little surprise, little uh, treat, I guess you could say, a little reward for my son. Uh, kicking off the school year doing well and uh i wanted to reward them so we went down for a, a tuesday evening and pretty much all of wednesday so it was a good nice. time and we'll cover that That's on another little, episode for sure a little treat for yourself too huh? uh, you already know <laughs> you already know <laughs> love it love it um i uh lately have been i have to tell you this because it it's something that I've I've kind of started a new addiction, oh. and this is not an advertisement whatsoever. Um, I have become very fond of Roosevelt's. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. and some of their licensed uh, shirts. So yeah, your, your pictures you've been sending us have I've been mad jelly. Oh man, they just I haven't even told you yet. They just dropped um, a cocoa release. Oh. Uh, part uh, series two. This is the second release they've done of Coco design inspired designs, and let me tell you, your boy already spent some money. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I wish I wish I had the closet space because I would join you on this venture. Hey, man, it's okay. It, they don't take up that much space. All right, well, it's the Come it's on. the size of the closet that I'm dealing with at the moment. <laughs> it's okay. They fold flat. <laughs> <laughs> There's room here, man. <laughs> yeah, there's room in your life for it. No, um, they look fire. Yeah, yeah, they're they're. I'm I'm having fun with it. So, uh, be on the lookout if you're uh, following us on the socials, especially like Instagram. Um, be on the lookout. You might be seeing some new uh, some new shirts uh, that we're rocking. Uh, but from from Roosevelt's, they're they seem like they're a great company. They do some really cool things. Again, this is not an advertisement. I just really dig their stuff so maybe one day uh yeah maybe one day roosevelt's if you're out there listening hey hit your boys up uh we'd love to talk absolutely so we like dressing up for disney why not yeah it's good it's good i actually the rock i actually uh rocked a roosevelt's when we hung out with um July with Bob. Yeah, yeah yeah and uh that was a yeah yeehaw bob got a photo man yeehaw bob what I wouldn't Man. do to, to be at a show of his right now. I was thinking about that guy the other day when I saw when I saw them uh, hand out all the legacy awards oh. uh, from D twenty three, and they're doing like some of the quarterly awards and stuff now at Disney World. And I was just thinking about thinking about Bob. 
What a great guy. Dude's a a legend, a gem, a diamond yes, in the rough. Had to protect him at all costs. We, we for sure. must. God, I want to go back to, to Port Orleans <laughs> Riverside and watch him perform. Yeah, that was such a good time. If you haven't done that and or listened to our episode, you really need to go and experience that just once. Yeah, go check out our episode uh, from Port Orleans Riverside, um, where we talk all about that experience. It was it was a blasty blast for sure, an unplanned blasty blast. At that. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. That's, that's what happens. Most wonderful thing. Yeah. On today's uh, episode, we're going to dive in to um, a little trip recap. I had the pleasure of going to Disney World during Labor Day weekend and had a first time stay. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll get to get that into just a second. But before we do, I just want to make sure everyone out there uh, listening knows about our website, offthemonorails.com. Go uh, check that out. Justin, you want to tell them what they can find on offthemonorails.com? Yeah, you're going to find uh, some blogs on some dining reviews that we've done, uh, just some, some tips and tricks that we have discovered uh, and put it in blog format. Uh, if you are into that medium, uh, that is definitely going to be up your alley, uh, including some pictures and some links and some uh, uh, links to video uh, that we have created for your pleasure. Uh, so please go check some of that stuff out. You'll also find... Uh, links to our uh, merchandise shop. We have some merch for sale if you're interested in that and helping support the show. We got some uh, seasonal wear going on right now that uh, Jordan has graciously created and put out there for us. So we have the uh, Sid's Toys uh, collection. Uh, If you've watched Toy Story, you know exactly who we're talking about. Uh, We have the skull on the front and then play nice with some of Sid's creations uh, on the back uh it, it's, it's perfect for the halloween season so snag it while it's here because it won't be long before we'll be surpassing halloween and uh we also have totes available uh with the same logo designs on there uh and there's also one uh collection that's paying homage to uh old disney classic the silly symphonies the dancing skeletons yeah yeah so uh don't forget to check that out uh, again, uh, uh, not a whole lot of love goes on that uh, specific uh, Disney piece of history. So uh, we wanted to shed some light on it, and Jordan uh, did a dang good job getting that up. And uh, again, there's a tote available there, shirts, uh, all that good stuff is available. So please uh, peruse at your convenience, and if you find something you like, you directly support the show. So we greatly appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, uh, as mentioned previously, go check us out on all the socials. If you're not following us, uh, go do so. Uh, set some notifications as well. So you are notified whenever we post new content. Uh, we're back and forth to the parks and to resorts and a bunch of other things in between. Uh, so we're always posting different different things. And uh, so make sure you're following us uh, on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, it's at Off the Monorails. Uh, we're on Facebook even, and also on YouTube, uh, Off the Monorails podcast on YouTube. And there we've got a little short series that we've uh, done called On Track. And really, you get it's just about uh, listening to Justin's voice as he guides you through the My Disney Experience app. Um, so they're always uh, Disney's always changing the My Disney Experience app. Uh, so if you're going on a trip 
upcoming to Walt Disney World Resort. And just want to get familiar with the app before you go, or just want to be reminded about some features that they may have changed lately. Highly recommend doing that before you go. Yeah, it saves you a lot of headaches down the road. So it really does. Uh, that's why it's there. We've put it in very quick, short formats, uh, just very easy to consume. Uh, but it's there for your uh, for your liking. So go check that out. Uh, we've got some other fun shorts and stuff there as well. So go uh, check out YouTube at Off the Monorails Podcast. Absolutely. It's, it's not uh, all business. Sometimes we throw some fun stuff on there. Oh, that's all we do is have fun. Oh, absolutely. That's the best type of business. It, uh, not wrong. <laughs> so uh, with that being said, Justin, you ready to dive into this thing? Yeah, I'm ready to dive off into Labor Day weekend with Jordan and his family staying at, insert drum roll here, the Grand Floridian Resort. And spa. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I found a great deal. Um, so we, of course, you know, like um, Grand Floridian's got the regular hotel side, right. uh, hotel rooms, and they've got the DVC rooms. Um, they also just renovated over the last year or so another building that was the regular rooms. Right. Uh, but now they've turned those into uh, resort lagoon rooms is what they're called. And uh, but we stayed in the standard uh, DVC building, which is a separate building away from the main building that is the, the Grand Floridian. Nice. Yeah. But um, as you as you it was let me we arrived on Friday night. Um, just, you know, one of those things that you get stuck in traffic right. and things like that happen. But we arrived Friday night and just pulling up to the Grand Floridians. Of course, we've we've visited you know, time and time again mm-hmm. there. Um, so knew the grounds pretty well. Um, and, but just, just pulling through the gates finally, and actually like knowing that you're walking into to stay, mm-hmm. it was a different type of feeling for sure. And the DVC building itself is really cool. The, the parking things like that, very, very, um, select few parking spaces. I'll say that for a grand grand floridian um so that was actually a little surprising uh because Polly right next door has i would say a decent amount of parking when they're not under construction um, <laughs> yeah yeah and maybe that had to do something a little yeah. bit with it uh, because grand floridian is under construction still and it, they did have some construction pods and things like that right. taking up some of the spaces in the parking lot but um but yeah, the walking into that DVC building, I know it's not the the main building, uh, but even walking into that building was really really cool. I mean, especially you just walking up at night and the fountain outside is lit, uh, very elegantly, right? And then you walk into the building and the they carry the Mary Poppins mm-hmm. theme throughout uh, the resort uh, frequently, and so you're just met with the this fountain with all the penguins mm-hmm. from Mary Poppins kind of playing around in in the water. Uh, so that was really cool. And we made our way up through uh, to the uh, third floor and down uh, through through all the way to the very end of one of the hallways. And I actually uh, I actually requested a room that looked and we had a we had a uh, deluxe studio uh, and we had a lagoon view. Uh, so uh, I had requested through touring plans. Uh, which is a Disney planning website. I uh, requested a certain room that faced, uh, that had a pretty much a perfect view of 
some of the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also see Polly and things and the contemporary. And I got the exact room that I requested through them. Nice. And so, yeah, it was really, really cool. So I was very excited about that. And this room, it sleeps five people comfortably. Okay. Right? It's got the queen, the regular queen bed. It's got the newer style um, uh, Murphy bed, you know, the sofa. Um, so the, in deluxe resorts, they have the sofas and the, folds, the Murphy folds down right. into another queen bed. And then it's also got the little, the twin pull down bed as well uh, so it sleeps it sleeps five very comfortably uh, so it has a little uh, little kitchenette that you would come in to to know in the deluxe studios and dvc rooms it's got uh, it had two bathrooms which was great mm-hmm. you've got the you've got the walk-in shower on one hand and then in the middle you've got the the big vanity and then in the other room you've got the toilet and then you've got a standard tub shower combo so it's really nice because people, you know, multiple people can get ready right. at the same time. Uh, so I love any of those rooms that have the two bathrooms. Uh, you take uh, the other ones are like uh, Riviera has that same type of setup. A Polynesian in their deluxe studios has that t- same type of setup. Right. So uh, it just comes it comes in handy uh, more than you think when uh, when trying to get ready for things like that. So uh, it's uh, it was good. The the room itself very very well appointed uh, decorations really nice elegant uh, subtle enough and like not crazy in your face um, but I actually um, it, it, you know I was just surprised by how how just nice and almost clean you know it felt so definitely felt like I was saying that the classic Grand Floridian yeah yeah I it was I was actually a little afraid that it was going to feel too old right but they did a really nice uh soft goods renovation whenever they redid those rooms um you know about a year or so ago so so you have stayed at multiple uh resorts at this point uh Mm -hmm. in comparison to some of the uh other resorts would you say this one's the 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 highest quality room uh versus other ones that you've stayed in or would you say there's some comparable amenities yeah i it's up there for sure because it's a deluxe resort, so it has to be. I would say, if it, it's not the nicest room I've ever I've stayed in at Disney. Okay. Um, and personally, I have. I'm going to take my own tastes out of it as far as like finishes and things like that because I have some very particular tastes. So, the what I what my favorite room is for when I consider everything and the finishes and all is not necessarily the nicest room um at Disney. I that probably have to it probably have to go to Riviera. Oh wow. That I'd say is the nicest okay. room that I stay at. But I I did experience some Disney magic when I stayed at Riviera and we uh we end up staying in a in a two bedroom oh, uh, yes. room there and it's immaculate. It's it's insane. So, and I've stayed at some really, really, really nice places. You know, I've stayed at Polly, stayed at Copper Creek, you know, um, we've stayed at a, a number of resorts and, uh, but yeah, uh, that, that Riviera room, that two bedroom was insanely, insanely nice. So as far as your, your location on the grounds, uh, did mm-hmm. you find, uh, conveniences, pros and cons that you feel like sharing? Yeah, yeah. So we were in the 
hallway, essentially we were as close to the Polynesian that you can get on Grand Floridian property. So we were essentially right next to the uh, wedding pavilion. Mm, Okay. If that paints a little beacon of where, where we were, Uh, because if we walked out our balcony, I could see some of, I could see space mountain directly. I could see the contemporary. If I looked completely 90 degrees to my right there was the polynesian mm-hmm. it was there's the wedding chapel in the way and then the, i could see the bungalows so um so a pro what would be the proximity to the polynesian we could a five minute walk and you could get you could have gotten to the grand ceremonial hall mm. um so or to captain cooks for quick service yep. or things like that so uh, that is a good option um and one that I realized very, very uh, quickly later that night that I should have taken advantage of uh, because I chose to, since we were there, I wanted to try to try some of the different options at Grand right. Floridian. And so I wanted, I ordered some, some quick service from Gasparilla mm-hmm. and wanted to try some of their you know food offerings. And the food, the food was great. The food was, was good. Uh, but to get there from that building, it takes a it takes a little bit uh, because it is covered. They do have one covered walkway, uh, but it takes you all the way. Basically, follows the monorail right. and then uh, takes you to the main entrance of the lobby, and then you have to kick it all the way to the back and then all the way around. Yep. And it's a long walk. Um, so, yeah. So that was definitely a con. Like, so if, like if you're staying at Grand Floridian and you're going to be dependent on eating there, uh, you probably don't want to be where we were unless you're okay with a longer walk. Like it wasn't bad, but it was, it was just, it was just longer. Like I could have eat, I could have much easily, uh, it would have been much faster for me to just walk to Polynesian and cooks and grab quick serve. Like, Probably a third of the time, like it, you know, like so. It's just, yeah. But all in all, you know, we wanted to try the options there. It was, it was good. Right. Um, another thing, it was, it was very close to, um, to the pool and to the main pool. Nice. Uh, they've got two pools there, and they're essentially, it's kind of weird because technically both pools are quote unquote main pools. They belong to the main section of the resort. Um, but they're the, the one that has the water slide is situated closer to those DVC buildings. And so, uh, that's the one we went to and it was literally, you know, once we got out of the building, it was a th- two or three minute walk. So that was, uh, that was a nice perk there. Nice. So I guess this probably should tie into this, uh, line of questioning. Um, yeah. What about lining up with, uh, the monorail? Uh, I'm assuming it's the same kind of uh, mm-hmm. con uh, that goes along with the the quick service with Gasparillas. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. I mean, so we did we did utilize that. So on Saturday morning, uh, because we had extra hours, right. we we got up early and went to Magic Kingdom. And that was w- one thing that was great about being at Grand Floridian was Magic Kingdom is your first stop off that oh, monorail. That's beautiful, <laughs> right? Uh, so that was also a perk. Uh, we were able to just get up. We, you know, walk five minutes to the front entrance, you know, to the main entrance of the lobby, uh, the main building and go up, uh, go up a story and 
go through security there and hop on the monorail. Uh, so that was that was awesome. I will say the the trip coming back on the monorail that takes a little long. You know, like it's because you you have to you stop at Contemporary, then TTC, then Poly, then Grand Floridian, and so that that gets a little um, that can get a little just you know uh, it's not the best the most fun thing to do is just sit on a on a monorail, but. After being at the park for, we were at the park for about four hours that morning, and it would just go, go, go. Um, it's not bad either. Take a little bit of a break. So, so you you would probably consider that one a middle of the road. Yeah, I would say. I mean, it's a it's a good perk to go to the park. It just had had a setback of getting back to the resort because of because of that. Um, so yeah, I mean, could I could we have walked back or oh, taken sure. the boat yeah. instead? Sure, obviously. So. Um, so yeah, we could have, we could have walked that new path and it would have been a 15 minute walk, you know, and that's a, that's a pretty decent walk too. If you had done that, because we were all the way on the other side of Grand Floridian. So we would have to cover the rest of the resort too, but that'd be a nice scenic walk, yeah. but we took monorail. Gotcha. Yeah. That all makes sense. So yeah, my next line of questioning is what this podcast is all about. We, mm-hmm. we like uncovering some some not so talked about things, not so well known things that you can find mm-hmm. at Disney, including the resorts. So, mm-hmm. what did you discover um, while staying there that you never knew before? Um, or did anything catch your eye that you knew of that you got to try? Yeah, yeah, I, I'd say probably a little bit more of that. Um, I had never, uh, well, for one, the the room was perfect for what I thought it was going to be. And that was the showcase of the fireworks Um, because we were able to see a majority of, you know, the Tomorrowland area. um, We could see a lot of the fireworks going off Um, the night that we were there. The first night we were there, uh, it was one of the Halloween parties. Nice. So we got to see some of the Halloween fireworks show and then uh, the next night, uh, the Saturday night, it was just a standard night. And so uh, we we saw Enchantment played. And it was cool because they actually piped in the music around the grounds. So if you're out. Now, did they do that for the Halloween one as well? N- I, they didn't do it for the Halloween. Okay. They did, but they did it for Enchantment. So, um, so yeah. So we were able to sit right there on the balcony, oh. music playing, and just see all the fireworks and stuff, you know. So. That one, that part was really cool. Um, I had never been, you know, on Friday night, um, right before the fireworks you were starting, uh, was when I was getting our food uh, at uh, Gasparilla's, and I had never taken that view in at night. Oh man, from that from that exact spot, and so that was pretty interesting. Like I, you know, just for me, like I hadn't I hadn't been in that exact so spot at that time of day. What me and Ryan have said all this time. Yeah, man. so that's a good, that was another good spot. But uh, as you know, I had my food in hand, and as they were literally drumming up the show, so I hightailed it back to the yeah. room so we could eat and and watch That's watch awesome. while we were eating. So, but yeah, um, so that that part was really cool. Uh, that you know, necessarily you know, hadn't thought of all you know. Um, another thing, another really nice surprise that I knew about but hadn't gotten experience was uh, the Enchanted Rose Lounge. Yes. And that that was a really nice experience. Um, 
uh, Melissa and I, my wife uh, and I, we went there uh, Saturday night after we got the kids in bed. My mom was with us, uh, so she stayed uh, back in the room with the boys. And uh, we got her and I went over there just to see because I heard really good things about it. I wanted to to experience it. And uh, so we uh, we walked over there and found a good, uh, good spot to sit down. I will say the way it's laid out is a little odd. Okay. Um, it's just because the way the building is shaped and where it is in the building on that second floor of the main building. And so it's kind of like tucked in a corner. And when you walk in, you've got like this main horseshoe shaped bar, uh, that very elegant looking, very classy, uh, super nice, uh, people all around it. And then, uh, they've got a few seats there. People all filled in those. They, to your right, they've got, uh, this room, um, this guy, like uh, basically a wall of like booths, uh, that just kind of like one long booth that faces the rest of the room. And then they've got some other little, uh, tables, like little like cocktail sized tables, uh, for you to sit down at. And then that actually goes out to like, a uh, outside like balcony area as well. Um, that room, we sat in there for a couple minutes uh, it was so loud, like it was just so echoey the way that it was, was my structured. <laughs> and I was like, I did not like it. I was like, I can't sit here and enjoy myself like this. Okay. So we actually walked around and walked outside of the lounge and then around the wall. And there's another part of the lounge that's like kind of like not connected to the rest of it. Oh. Um, but it's part of the lounge. And that felt much more homey. It's still very nice, but it's kind of like a, like you're in like someone's library. Okay. Uh, they had really they had really cool hints of Beauty and the Beast characters throughout. They had different like candelabras, and they had some clocks like Cogsworth, and things like that. So super little uh, hints, uh, but we found uh, a couch right there um, that they had to sit at, and so we just sat at a couch and had service immediately after sitting down and had some great cocktails. Um, and so I, I'll be back there again. We didn't take any of the, get any of the food. Um, but, uh, they, uh, they, uh, they have some truffle fries that I definitely want to try mm. next time. But, um, the cocktails were really, really good. And, uh, so I look very, I look forward to going back there a lot because the, the time that we did have there was, was really cool. Fair enough. And uh, you kind of kind of took my next question from it because I was going to ask what kind of uh, food offerings were out there, but you uh, kind of took that one with the truffle yeah. fries. Yeah, the truffle fries are like their their biggest uh, hit item, I guess you could say. Okay, uh, they had a few other small bites. Um, that's really what it is. It's just a small, a very very small, limited lounge menu. Uh, they have a really nice uh, drink list, though. I was about to say, so is, it, is it cocktails and beer, or just strictly cocktails? Cocktails, beer, wine, okay. um, so all kinds of different spirits you can you can find for sure. Okay. Yeah, and in line with uh, Grand Floridian theming, I'm 100 percent sure. <laughs> oh yeah, and it was that new style that I assume uh, we actually we were actually talking about it, my wife and I, while we were there. Um, because you know they're they've announced that they're going to slowly start renovating you know, the Grand Floridian altogether. Right. And after seeing photos and video of the resort studio rooms uh, that they just finished, and then staying having stayed in 
the standard uh, deluxe studios that we stayed in uh, on this trip and then seeing the Enchanted Rose, you start to kind of paint a picture of what that full renovation could look like. And so I imagine it's going to be very similar to all of that. And so I think you're going to see some of that classic um, red go away, bring in some more of the blues and some of the uh, pinks and things like that as accents. Um, just It was very, very classy. I think that's the probably the best word I can use uh, to describe everything. Uh, so I look forward to what it looks like. I'll, I'll tell you, Grand Floridian, the 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 aesthetic inside the main lobby um, is not really my cup of tea. Never has been, and so I was very skeptic of staying at the Grand Floridian because I'm one. I'm a person that is very particular about finishes, and because you're spending a lot of money on these rooms, right. and so every little detail to me matters. And so I don't, I don't want to spend my money on a, something that I don't really care for. And so that's why I'll spend my money all day long at Copper Creek because I, that's my favorite aesthetic. Mm. And so um, I was very, very nervous about staying at Grand Floridian, but it's one of those that my wife has always wanted to stay at. My mom has always wanted to stay at. So I was very happy that I was able to take them and stay right. there. And I'll tell you though, like you asked me about things that surprised me. I'm just going to say in general, the resort itself, the rooms, the food, the environment, it surprised me. Like I would stay there again in a heartbeat. That was my next question. And had you asked me, had you asked me that question before I went, I would probably, I would, my answer would have probably been, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think so. Right. Like, is this is, this is going to be a thing just to like check it off the list of, oh, I, yeah, now I've stayed at them. Gotcha. Yeah, I've stayed there. Uh, so, so yeah, I was, I was pleasantly surprised by the resort itself and what it offered. And we didn't get to do, um, you know, even everything that they offer. You know, they offer the boat rentals there. Uh, we were actually going to do that, but uh, rain was in the forecast, and I was not about to to do all that and then have to deal with the rain right. coming back in and all that. So uh, we opted not to do that. Um, we did go to the main pool. I did the water slide. Um, that was really nice. Uh, the main pool is smaller, probably the smallest of any main pool at any of the Disney resorts, uh, which is kind of odd. Um but there, uh, but it was nice. Uh, the slide was really cool. Did we get a video? Um, <laughs> uh, did not get a did not get a POV this time. But we'll, that means we'll uh, we'll come back and and do another POV and to put it on there the you put it on YouTube for you guys. <laughs> um, if you're interested in, in water slide POVs, we've got a couple uh, from Disney at on our YouTube channel. So go check that out. Um, yeah, I will say I, I, I definitely want to mention one thing about the pool area. Uh, they have a really nice uh, kids splash area. Uh, it's Mad Hatter themed, uh, so it's tea party themed and stuff, and it's really really nice. But um, when we got in the pool itself, uh, we were looking for some of the uh, for the kids floaties, right? Little kids vests, right? Uh, to wear into the water, and we could not find them at all. Like we looked and looked, there were people. There, 
you know, several people wearing them, several kids wearing them. I could not for the life of me figure out where they were getting them. Um, so that was very weird. Um, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, and, and shame on me. We didn't ask. Uh, we just stayed in a more shallow area and held on to, held on to the kids. But, um, it was, uh, it was very odd because normally they're very prevalent right. and you can find them, you know, they're right so there. They're bright colored. Uh, always. Mean, you can see them from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. But the, you know, the racks, you know, you could, you can always find it uh, very easily. And this was like a little bit of a hunt and we just gave up because I didn't want to spend the time bothering with it. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I wanted to enjoy the pool. Right. Um, so yeah. So that was one, a little disappointment about, uh, about it, but all in all, uh, what we got to experience uh, with that resort was was really really cool, and um, I look forward to going back and uh, you know going back with you guys, letting you guys experience right. it. Yeah, I mean, you know me and Ryan are down for all that. Um, so I know this is probably too soon, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Mm. Uh, if you could rank your top five of uh, favorite resorts based on the room that you've stayed in, where do you think this would fall? Just the room? Yeah. Do you think it would land in the top five? I guess I should ask that. Um, This exact room, yes. Okay. This exact room would land in the top five, uh, but it's probably number four or five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, What would sway that to make it go higher? Like, would a lagoon view... <sighs> room change that no, would I mean, a... well that's what we had we had we had the lagoon view i would say if anything could change it maybe if it's like one of the bigger rooms like what if it's one bedroom or two bedroom okay uh something like that like i would i'd like to experience because that that's a difference maker right like i'm putting this up against a two bedroom at riviera or a one bedroom at copper creek or a one bedroom at kadani right. village that's uh or you know, the studio at Polynesian, like th- those are the rooms that I'm putting this up against. Yeah. Right. So, um, so yeah, that's, I think that's where the difference would be. Okay. That's a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. See that, that's why I wanted to ask that because I know you've stayed in a variety of different rooms and I, wa- I was yeah. very curious how this would land in comparison to those. I know it's kind of an apples to oranges question. Uh, yeah, a little bit, but like if you, if you ask me like, Okay, like essentially, it's the same. It's the same room as the deluxe studio at, at Riviera, and it's the same room essentially as the deluxe studio at Polynesian. And I would take Polynesian and Riviera over the Grand Floridian any day. Still, I'm actually so, kind of shocked about that. That's that's good information, I, if, though. Yeah. Now, if I'm if I'm planning on, I really want to hit Magic Kingdom heavy. Okay, so then yeah. Riviera is probably not going to be my choice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but anything else, um, probably still choosing Polynesian or Riviera to stay at before Grand Floridian. So the, the same characteristics of us staying at pop century art of animation still play a factor. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's just funny how you we know, can I'm tie this like, all in. Yeah. I mean, it's very, you know, like we stayed in a two bedroom at Saratoga and I think even that, I think, you know, obviously it's a two bedroom going against the deluxe studio. I get that. Um, but I think I still like that room even better than this one. Okay. The only thing that, the only thing that makes it very hard to, to compare is the view of the fireworks. Right. Like that's, that's a huge one. 
And that's and let's be honest, that's what people are paying for is for that view. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I can't blame them. Uh, so uh, another uh, question I want to throw at you that uh, is in light of what the spirit of our um, podcast is all about. Yeah. Um, how do you feel uh, this resort ranks with uh, just adults going versus okay. uh, a family with small children? Yeah, I was actually surprised. So had you asked me that question before we went, I would have said this is definitely an adult resort. Right. I would say the same. But I think they had some pretty good things for the kids. Okay. Um, I will say... Of course, there are kids at the resort. There's going to be kids at any Disney resort. But it didn't feel like there were a lot of kids at this resort, if that makes sense. Uh, so I think it still had that adult vibe. Okay. Right. That, But um, maybe, maybe not the right place to bring the kids. But they did have things to cater to the kids. Um, it was very kid-friendly. Um, so, yeah, it, it was... It's still a good place for the kids, but when we were there, uh, there was definitely a lack of kids. I'd say that. Okay. And yeah. I guess in, in light of that question as well, um, how was the overall, I guess, uh, atmospheric uh, volume? Because uh, you got like mm-hmm. at Pop, you're going to have a lot of families there with kids. So naturally yeah. it's going to be, you know, a, a an ambient noise level of <laughs> yeah know, just higher. craziness yeah so how did yeah. that how did that go it was fine super mellow okay. really i mean it was it was quiet all the time um so if that's something you're looking for in a resort i mean that was I mean, that's what that's what our experience was it was it was i mean we're there on labor day weekend uh which i'll get into in a minute because I, I would definitely want to cover our time in magic kingdom yeah um but it was it was oddly quiet for everything you know going on uh so yeah i i don't know if it's just because it, there was more adults there than than kids but it was definitely like you could tell that and when you stay at a deluxe resort you already get that a little bit of that vibe that it's a little bit it's just a little it's that extra step up and you 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 have this expectation of people around you right. and how to act and sort of um I mean, you could probably feel that a little bit when we were at Animal Kingdom Lodge, mm-hmm. right? Like, you, that's a deluxe resort, and it's, it feels different when you walk it in does. there and around the resort um, than if you were at Pop Century or All Stars. And that's not to degrade, you know, those right. resorts. Those are great resorts. It's just a different. It's a different crowd, and when you have the different crowd, it it there's a different mentality around it. And uh, so, it, yeah, it was it was pretty. It was pretty mellow. And and folks, you could test this yourself. Your own theories can be made up. Just you, <laughs> you are allowed to go to visit these resorts. Just trust trust us. Just go visit it yourself and make your own opinion. But uh yeah. we've done it enough uh over the last six years plus uh to, to draw a valid uh opinion on this and uh that's why I wanted to throw the question out there because of our inexperienced viewers that may not have had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. that they would now have at least that in their back pocket. And and that's a huge mm-hmm. thing. It really is. It plays into the vacation. So, yeah. uh, on top of this, I want to go back to the uh, your room before we go uh, sure. talking about Magic Kingdom, and then uh, 
we'll go into the theme park stuff. Uh, so what kind of amenities did you have? Uh, you said you had a kitchenette. So what, what were we talking about? Yeah. So kitchenette gets you a, um, big in it. Normally it's a, um, a regular coffee pot. Yeah. Like a Mr. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. But a little drip coffee pot, but this was a Keurig in this one still. Uh, so I don't know if that was just something they did at the Grand Floridian only because all the other ones have had a have had a drip coffee pot. Yeah, I don't even think Animal uh, so, Kingdom Lodge had a Keurig, if I remember right. No, they had a had a regular drip yeah. coffee. I remember uh, making that coffee at like six a.m. Yeah. Having it on the balcony that morning. Yes, sir. Um, what a time! Uh, take um, it back, please. But yeah, so we're approaching um, you a had year a mic- with that. I know, God, insane. And it's happened again soon. Um, You had a microwave. uh, You had, of course, you had like a little sink area and stuff. You had some like uh, throwaway uh, plates and utensils and cups. Um, You had, uh, you know, a little beverage cooler. Are you sorry? Not a beverage cooler, a mini fridge. So it is a little bit of a difference between like the resort studios uh, that they that they just opened and like the regular hotel rooms. Uh, those have beverage coolers, which only get down to like 40 degrees or like 42 degrees, okay. where um, the deluxe studios and the regular DVC rooms have actual mini fridges. Okay. Uh, so they actually they get colder and things that. So if you're storing food in them, uh, that's it just it can last longer that way. That's a so, good little piece of information there. Yeah. And we utilize it. It's great because, you know, we utilize the microwave to make like oatmeal and stuff in the mornings, right. things like that. So. Think you can try to take advantage of that, those amenities, and save yourself a little bit of money uh, that way too. But, uh, but yeah, uh, that was pretty much it in the room. Uh, you got like a small little table in there. Uh, of course, you had the um, you know the nice TV and stuff. But, um, but yeah, that's that was it. All right. Uh, did, is there anything else about the uh, the room type that you want to share before we go into the theme park? Um. No, I think uh, I think I said I I was saying you know I mean we got lucky with the with the room that we had because we could have been like our neighbors trying to um, crane their necks around to see the fireworks right. you know from their balcony and uh, so we got a really good uh, placement and um, so yeah um, yeah we're not sponsored but I would I would uh, highly check out uh, touring plans highly recommend checking out touring plans um, they they can help you uh, request rooms at disney and you can get photos a little preview i know i actually uh i it came in handy first time i used it uh, was to plan a trip to the polynesian and stay in the regular rooms for the first time and i picked a uh, room type very you know expensive room type um and this was for last october and i started looking at at views of some photos of those you know from the rooms and i was like okay this is okay and then I went, I just started looking at the room type that was a grade lower and I was like, okay, I like these views too. And I was just, I, so I changed my reservation to that room type, saved myself like $250. I think I remember you telling weekend. us about that. And so I was like, okay, now I just, that, that app that, which was, it's like less than $20, I think, uh, for the year, it saved me almost $300 mm. for a stay because of that because i was able to preview this so i so since then i completely believe in using it and hey they got me the exact room that i wanted so 
uh, at Grand Floridian. So hashtag go check them out. <laughs> yeah, not an ad, just good product. Mm-hmm. Well, let's carry it over to Magic Kingdom. So uh, it had been a little bit since you had been in the Magic Kingdom. It had. Um, so I mentioned that that trip to, uh, at the Polynesian, uh, which was which was last October. We were there like the opening week of the 50th mm-hmm. anniversary celebration kickoff. So took all that in. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, that trip was the last time I was at magic kingdom. So, almost so it almost been year. a full year. Yeah. Um, just cause all the other trips we had gone on, we just hit Epcot hard for the festivals or absolutely animal kingdom or, you know, Hollywood studios is just, couldn't find our way back to the magic kingdom for whatever reason. Uh, so maybe, maybe to blame a little bit of, of the 50th on that, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was, I'll say, um, first of all, it's fall time. Mm-hmm. Happy fall, everybody. Absolutely. Uh, it's for a first day of fall just passed. Uh, so happy fall, everyone still feels like or, summer it, in Florida, but for everyone else, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, happy fall. To it you. was a heat index of 101 <laughs> today. So that was really nice. Uh, hopefully we'll actually experience some fall a little bit soon. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so fall decorations were out, uh, which was really nice to see all the, you know, you walk in, you see the scarecrows and the pumpkins yeah. and just the, all the leaves on the garlands and stuff. And, that was uh that was super nice to see you know it it puts you in the spirit of things yeah you know? and when we actually got there on Saturday morning it was overcast and a little bit of breeze coming oh, through it's like mint. it was like it was a I'm gonna say it was a cool eighty degrees and I'm like okay like it was and it stayed like that pretty much the entire time we were there and so it was it was a whole it was a whole vibe um but yeah vibe. it was just. It was just really nice to just walk in and, you know, you turn that corner and there she is. You just see Cinderella's castle. And um, I've got, actually got a little a little POV of that on the old TikTok and Instagram if you want to go check it out uh, at Off the Monorails. Um, go check it out and see that reveal, that beautiful girl. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was really good to be back. We, we got in and, like I said, we had the early hours. And so people are starting to pile up in the... Uh, and corral right there and in, in the center in the hub and we make our way over to the right towards uh towards tomorrowland and they scan us in and we're uh getting on buzz Lightyear before they let people through the uh through the gates so uh walk on a buzz Lightyear and uh go shoot some uh some targets for zerg and uh got it off of literally got off the ride walked directly over to people mover oh. walk right on it um, we, uh, we got off there and, uh, kids wanted to go on the teacups. So As walked right on to teacups. Uh, I let them actually go to tea on teacups while I went and grabbed, uh, a cattail, uh, from the Cheshire, uh, cafe, uh, which is a classic snack. If you're at magic kingdom, go grab that. Uh, they actually had a special edition of it, uh, for binks since it's the, uh, Halloween season at Disney. Um, they had a Binks tail, so it had a little nice. uh, little Binks uh, uh, on on it too. So, um, but yeah, I'll throw a picture of that too on the on the IG. Uh, but yeah, it was tasty uh, as always. I uh, love that pastry. Uh, so ate that, and um, we went over to Storybook Circus. Uh, got walked right on to Dumbo. Uh, this is really cool too because wow. Uh, 
Grayson, our, our youngest, is uh, just over two years old. Uh, so a lot of this stuff, he's been to Disney uh, plenty of times, uh, and he's been to Magic Kingdom. Uh, but because he's older now, you know, he's starting to really start right. to take in some things. And so it was really cool to see him, you know, just the look on his face. And it's, it's really cool to, to start experience that all over again, yep. just like we did with, with our oldest, with Gibson. So it's the best feeling. Um, yeah, super cool. Uh, we went over to, um, we, next we went over to Barnstormer. And even Grayson got on Barnstormer. Oh, really? He was clinching on, but he got on there. He was, <laughs> he just cleared, he cleared the, uh, the high requirements. So good of he, uh, he, he wrote it like a champ. And so uh, that was that was awesome. And then we started heading over to uh, we, we had Genie Plus, actually, my first time actually using Genie Plus in the parks. And so I was trying that out and I secured a, uh, a time slot for uh, Peter Pan because I knew as the day went on, that was going to the time was going to increase on that yep. first. And so um, so just before it was our time to go there, we just wandered our way from Storybook Circus over to Under the Sea and just got hopped in the car and uh, sang some songs with Ariel and friends and and then uh, went over to the cart, got some cotton candy uh, right over there by uh, Gaston's Tavern and then slipped over to uh, slipped over to Peter Pan. So it was a. Uh, it was cool. We used the uh, the genie uh, lightning lane there, and I think we waited five minutes in that in that lightning lane line. So it was awesome. Um, so normally we don't ride it because normally the line's just atrocious, right? right? And I'm not going to wait more than 15, 20 minutes for that ride. Right. But um, yeah, it was. We literally waited five minutes and and we're on it, and it was great. So. Um, yeah, we we left there. Uh, we went directly over to Sm- uh, Small World because it was posted for twenty minutes, and we waited, I think maybe ten minutes. It was definitely, it was our longest our longest wait of the day was Small World. Yeah, you, you so probably we spent like four minutes. minutes just getting to the wait of the line. Oh yeah, oh yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a walk to get there for sure. Um, but yeah, we actually got we actually got. Uh, I'm not going to say stuck, but we were on small world for a little while. <laughs> um, we, there was one point almost towards the end and we're just all stopped. Where the boats just stack up. Like it's gotten yeah. worse and worse here lately. Well, and we were, we, we sat there for a good 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, we did too. And, and that song starts to get to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> like after, after that amount of time starts to go by, you it starts to it starts to get in your head a little bit, and yeah, I don't think I'd want to be stuck on that ride much longer. See, um, during that time, that's when we're looking around for imperfections of things that we didn't see before. So oh, we're looking yeah. for all kinds of different things in that showroom. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you're seeing all kinds trying of to maintain our sanity. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. I, that's that's when I pull out the phone. I'm just like, all right, what kind of what kind of content can I push here now? Um, let's get to work. Um, but yeah, we we got off of off of uh, Small World and uh, made our way over uh, through uh, to go to uh, Enchanted Tiki Room. Classic. Yeah. So we get in there. We we were gonna go to the uh, Magic Carpets. 
Uh, but it ended up being like stacking up, like pretty much as we got there, it started stacking up to be like a 15, 20 minute wait. And I was like, uh, as it does. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just going to go spend that time in the line for Enchanted Tiki Room. Yeah. And so we did that, which again, yeah, it's a classic and it's always fun. Uh, it's a good time. And so, you know, you, now you the rest of the day, you're stuck singing the song, you know? So <laughs> how did the little man like it? Oh, loved it. Oh, loved yeah. it. Yeah, and I mean, I I love I love the you know I love the tiki's I love like the guys beating the drums yes. and stuff. So, uh, so yeah, it was just really good, you know. So, uh, and Gibson loves it too. So uh, it's just really really good experience, you know, to go in and just have a seat and take it all in and have fun. So, uh, we did that, and then um, it was about at this time it's probably about eleven thirty or so. So we were we'd we'd already hit uh eight eight or nine rides oh, uh and then we had done the show too and so we're like well let's we we're you know we're planning on going back to the resort the midday get a pool time yep get a little pool time get a little lunch uh, get a little nap hopefully uh so uh we started our way out there we're like well you know we're pretty hungry right now let's grab like a little snack so we just roll into Casey's corner real quick, mm-hmm. grab a little snack. Um, well, while we're but while we're eating, we're almost finishing up eating. Festival Festival of Fantasy parades oh, kicks off. Yes, so we go over to Main Street and literally just snag a spot right there on the sidewalk and catch the whole parade coming through, which had been a while That's since a we'd while. seen yeah. the parade um, in full. So. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, we got to take all that in. I've got plenty of photos, and I'll be uh, posting those on the socials and on the blog at offthemonorails dot com. But, um, but yeah, it was it was really cool just to take all that in, and then uh, we just made our way back out over back to the resort and go to, go get some lunch at Gasparilla's. Go uh, go take a little nap. Went back to went to the pool, um, and then uh, later that night we went over to have dinner. Uh, back at Magic Kingdom, uh, and it was my first visit to Liberty Tree Tavern, Mm-mm-mm. which was delightful. Uh, it was everything that you that you guys said it was, <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it was it was really really good, uh, wholesome food. Um, it just yeah, you could get you could get a hurting on uh, whenever uh, you if you kept eating that stuff because it's just feel good food. That's for sure. So, what did you think about that? Uh- the apple cranberry addition on top of the oh yeah the the cranberry apple butter it was uh insanely good (laughs) uh just as you guys said um it's i the i would have never thought to put it on the pork loin and it's it's insane it's so good next level yeah and i did want to mention too so because you know i i you guys had had talked so highly of all the food there and I wanted to make it a point that whenever we go to these places, um, especially ones that we've talked about before, that we try to cover as much of the uh, menu as possible. And so they do also have some uh, vegetarian options there as well uh, or, and uh, like allergy-friendly options. Uh, so uh, they did have a, a platter option that included uh, some... Uh, some meatloaf. It was a beyond meat or impossible meat. I forget which one it was. Right. Um, so forgive me for that, but it was basically a, a plant based uh, meatloaf. And so I asked the, 
I asked the server if I could try it for science. And um, so she brought it out. Now, I was surprised because I just wanted to try the meatloaf. And I don't know how they put it in, but she brought me the entire platter. So it has like four or five patties of meatloaf mm-hmm. on it. It had these like mat, like these smashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had some green beans on it, which were delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I will say, so I've had, I've had plenty of plant-based products, even at Disney. Uh, you know, I talk very highly of the booth at uh, Food and Wine. That's normally that normally has uh, those items there, and yeah, it's. I've had nothing but great things from there, and I'll tell you again, I'm not a frequent mm-hmm. eater of plant-based things, um, but this meatloaf was it didn't cut it. So if you are looking for a plant-based option um, or uh, or anything like that, uh, and if you are considering Liberty Tree Tavern at Magic Kingdom. I would maybe look somewhere else. So there's my opinion of that for you guys out there. Uh, but all in all, great. We had a really cool area that we were in, kind of tucked to the back. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it started raining while we were there. So that was kind of nice. It, we, I was literally right next to this old window, like by the writing desk. Um, I actually threw a little POV of that on the socials as well. Mm-hmm. Just the rain coming down. And it's just, you know, it's nice. And, you know, so we walked out to a nice uh, soaked Magic Kingdom. Yep, and the great thing is, is the the restaurant itself. Yes, the ambient noise is on the on the tiny bit louder side, but it's not impeding on your conversations at your yeah. table. So it's it's a really good balance of it, and they got enough separation yeah. of the tables and how they seat you. Yeah, and where we were, I mean, it was. It was nice. Like I, there was no complaints about the noise level or anything like that because we were, like I said, we were kind of pushed to the back in a corner almost, right. and it was quaint. Like I was feeling at home there. Yeah, so it was it was nice. Yeah, we found the table that y'all were uh, seated at based on the pictures you sent us because we sat literally forty five degrees adjacent. To okay, that. yeah, the Benjamin Franklin area. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's where we sat when we went. Yeah. But if you've never experienced Liberty Tree Tavern, one hundred percent. If if you can get a reservation there, it's not hard. It's it's a very very good wholesome restaurant, uh, decently priced for you know kids and adults, and you mm-hmm. will not leave there hungry. I promise you that. Yeah, yeah. We even you know our kids are picky eaters um, most of the time, and uh, you know we even asked them or we told the server like they're he's not going to eat this right like anything on this like he's just not going to eat so she even offered like chicken fingers and mac and macaroni and cheese and like just like easier kid items um so that was also very nice too that was that they have those options that they weren't really listed on the menu uh but she uh she gave us the option and we yeah i'm glad we were able to take advantage of that this goes to one of the things we always say you can always ask and see. Yeah, absolutely. Always ask. Absolutely. So let's fill out the rest of your day. How did the post Liberty Tree settling go? Yeah, I mean, we just kind of let it, you know, let that um, happen. Uh, we, since it was raining, uh, we didn't, we didn't uh, spend too much time um, at the park again. We had, we had, you know, t- 
talked about the idea of going on some of the rides that we didn't go on earlier in the day, like Pirates or Big Thunder right. uh, or Jungle Cruise. But because of the rain, that those plans were kind of a little bit ruined. So for my other lightning lane, for my next lightning lane, after we did Peter Pan, you know, I could select another lightning lane. And the way that the rides were stacking up and the rain in the forecast, the kind of idea that maybe some of the rides later wouldn't be open. Um, and because this is really Grayson's first trip. Again, he's just over two years old. This is his first trip where he's really starting to comprehend things. And this was his first trip to any of the parks since they had brought back um, meet and greets. Yes. Like real meet and greets. Yes. So I got a... I got a lightning lane for Mickey and Minnie. Nice. At the theater. And let me tell you, this paid off because, you know, we fit, we wrapped up dinner, going through, you know, the rain, um, go up to the theater, and it's posted. It's like a 75 minute wait. You walk into the theater and you just see the line just stacked up. And I'm like, oh no. And you go to the lightning lane. And we literally waited, I think, five, maybe 10 minutes at most to go meet them. And so that that right there paid paid off handsomely. And I'll tell you, man, those kids, we didn't get a picture with like the family at all. Um, but just like but those boys interacting with Mickey and Minnie, um, just that genuine love and kindness. And um, you could just see it, you know, like that excitement uh that's what it's all about and that was a that was a really really cool moment so yeah we did get to do that before we headed out how was that meet and greet because i i know that it's adjusted yeah yeah they changed it a little bit um instead of a instead of an in-person photographer they have a, a camera basically mounted into the wall um but it is nice because it's mickey and minnie um they're in their 50th outfits uh at the moment and it was good, like the good interactions with them. Uh, the, you know, there's, there's, uh, I'm going to call it a handler there, uh, a cast member to, uh, to help guide you. And, but they allowed us some good time. I, I think they allowed us, I'd say probably two to three solid minutes of just letting the kids interact with the characters and, um, talk to them, hug them and all that. And, uh, plenty of opportunity for photos. And so it was nice. It was, Super easy, and then you just go and you just tap your band on the way out, and you've got your photos. So that uh, was a yeah, it was a very good experience, very good experience. So highly, highly recommend it if you've, especially if you got Genie Plus. Um, it was a great, it was a great way to cap off the the night. You know, going to going to dinner. We we did all the you know we did a bunch of rides in the morning, and then going back to just go have dinner and just have a relaxing evening. And then, you know, cap it off by going seeing Mickey and Minnie. It was, it was good. And had a little man enjoy it. Yeah. He, man, he ate it up. Right. He, <laughs> yeah. and, and they, and they ate him up. It was just, it was really cool. Really I, lo- cool. I love when they feed energy off each other. That's such a good one. Oh, yeah. Whenever, yeah. especially when your kid can interact with them and they Absolutely. have an experience that they'll remember for the rest of their life. Like, that's, that's some of the best things ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh we headed back to to the resort. Um, that's the night we went to Enchanted Rose, and uh, we got to see again. We got to see some of the the fireworks from the balcony before we went 
to the lounge. And that was our, that was our last night at, um, at Grand Floridian. Um, we, we moved to another hotel for, uh, another, for the next night, um, last night of our trip. Um, but it, that was, it was a very, on like the Disney portion of our trip, uh, was very good. Um, A lot of, a lot of new things. Um, and then again, like a lot of things that we hadn't got to done, we hadn't been able to do in a long time. It was nice to be able to do again. So love to hear it. That's, uh, so how was the, uh, checkout process? I'm assuming the same as same. Yeah. Leave. (laughs) Just get out (laughs) of the leave. Just left. Yeah. Um, it was nice. I mean, just super easy and convenient just to get out and go. Um, yeah, it just, uh, yeah, very, very easy. So has it sank in yet that you've got to stay at the Grand Floridian? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was, I'll say it's, it was like a little surreal when we were there. Like when we check in and get into the room, you're like, oh man, like, okay, like we're doing this, you know, like, and you know, we've been fortunate enough, like I said, to, to stay at some really nice resorts. Right. And, um, and again, this is one that, all of us uh, had, you know, my wife and I and my mom included, but this is one that was always on the list. And um, so, yeah, it was just, it was nice to finally check that one off and, and actually, you know, surprisingly enjoy it. <laughs> so, Heck yeah, man. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, soon you'll, you'll, you'll get yourself over there and experience it too. So that'll be good. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So, uh, hope you uh, hope uh, you enjoyed that a little recap from Labor Day weekend, and uh, uh, hopefully, it's got some tips and uh, ideas for you if you're uh, thinking about going to stay at Grand Floridian Resort. Um, before we before we go, uh, we'll uh, want to mention our affiliates, and we've got a brand new affiliate. That we're working with. Um, I'm super excited about this company. Um, and that is 1901 Candle Company. Uh, so if you are Disney fans like us or just pop culture fans um, like us as well, um, this company does different scents inspired by your favorite Disney characters and those pop culture icons. Uh, so uh, you've got some... Uh, some scents inspired by uh, Loki or uh, right now I'm actually uh, burning the fall on main street scent. Mm. And my goodness, let me tell you, I need about 10 more jars of this uh, candle because it is one in every smelling room. so good in this room. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and it is nice too, because they actually use a uh, blend of paraffin and soy wax. And so that actually allows it to burn longer uh, and it, this, the scent is almost like immediate too. So, uh, these are all small batch candles. This is a, a family operated company. Uh, so you're, uh, supporting a small business as well. Uh, so love working with, with, uh, companies like this and we're super uh, excited to, uh, to be, to have them on board and uh, be a part of their family. So, um, they're also doing some really, something really cool for our listeners. Uh, they're giving our listeners 15% off their order. 15% off straight time, up. people. Anytime. Just, just go save money. So if you like to save money and you like to smell good things uh, or you like things that smell good, go check them out. 
Uh, they even do bundles. So you can go and pick four. You can go pick eight. Uh, and then you'll automatically save money that way too. Um, go check them out. It's uh, at 1901candleco.com. Uh, there's a link in the episode description. Um, and uh, the coupon code there is, uh, is posted there as well. The coupon is off the rails 15, off the rails 15 uh, for 15% off your purchase at 1901candleco. So we agree. Super excited. We are very, very happy to have them on board. So we greatly appreciate them. Yes, absolutely. Uh, While you're there in the episode description as well, uh, we've got Electricity Roasting Co. Uh, They make some great coffees. They're a small batch coffee roaster out of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, They just released their Harvest Blend Mm -hmm. and it is awesome. So go check them out. They are giving our listeners 20% off their first order. Uh, with the code OTM Coffee Twenty, that's OTM Coffee Two Zero. The code is right there in the episode description. Click the link there, use that code, save yourself some money, and get yourself some delicious coffee. It's super good. Yeah, there's delicious. Yes, uh, we've also got some other uh, companies there as well, uh, like Western Rise, who makes some great travel wear. Uh, you got Viore, which uh, I swear by their t-shirts. It is odor resistant. Uh, it is it is just an amazing piece of fabric and product. So I swear by them, uh, go check them out. Uh, you'll fall in love too. I'm sure. Yeah. And then, uh, we also, uh, have uh, spy optics. Uh, they've been protecting your eyes for years and years. They've, uh, we've been wearing them for years and, uh, there's also, um, in case who protects all of our gears, like phones, headphones, cameras, they've got backpacks to carry it all, um, laptop cases, you name it, they can cover it, and uh, great company. They even have a case for your AirPods. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. So go check out all those companies out, doing some great things. Uh, we appreciate them as well. Um, and then uh, if you'd like to uh, support the show, you can do so in multiple ways. Uh, first, if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts right now, go ahead and click those stars. Give us a rating. Give us a rating there. And then also type up a little review real quick. It can just give us a few words, what you think about us. Yeah, don't have to be an essay. Yeah, uh, we just want to know uh, what you think. So go ahead and do that. If you're listening on Spotify, hit those stars. Um, if your platform allows it, leave us a rating or a review. Uh, we really would appreciate that. Um, you can also support us by um, by buying some merch, like we mentioned previously. Um, go check out the shop at offthemonorails.com. Click the shop link in the episode description if you want to. Uh, go anything there helps us goes directly to support the show uh, supports our ability to go to places like the Grand Floridian and give you some information on what it's like to stay there Um, and then also you can support us by buying us a coffee so if you uh, if you click on the support button uh, that will take you to our buy us a coffee page and by buying us a coffee or two uh, again you allow us to go to Disney and experience these things to bring them back to you uh, to give you our opinions and uh and photos videos all that for your consumption uh so anything that you feel led to do so uh to to support us uh, is greatly greatly appreciated uh we could not do this without you guys so we do appreciate everything you do yep the name of the game for us is trying to give you guys as much information as we can to help you make an informed decision on your trip and 
everything that encases that trip. So we go through all the troubles and hassles and taking all the L's so you don't have to. Yeah. But we take some W's too, though. Hell yeah, we do. All right, Justin, you think we got it? I think we're good. Uh, I'm ready for the fall temperatures to come leading into the Christmas time. I'm uh uh, it's a good wait. time for Disney, okay. and we got some uh, some fun stuff coming up, including a uh, Halloween party, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, pretty soon um, I'll be at Mickey's Not-So-Scary uh, Halloween party, uh, so stay tuned to the socials for that. Uh, we'll, um, of course, we'll be blasting content left and right uh, with uh, the experience there. Uh, so we're going to one of the, uh, one of the October uh, event dates, uh, so... A little bit later, a little closer to the Halloween time. Uh, they've got some special things that they just are starting to release for the October dates as well. Uh, so, little things that had, weren't, you know, people weren't able to experience at the earlier parties that we'll be able to. Uh, so, we'll be sharing all that with you as well. Uh, these parties, though, are sold out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you don't have tickets yet, um, you're, it's going to be very hard to get one. Uh, so, if you want to live vicariously through us, then here's your invitation to do so. Um, and we'd love to have you along again. That's at, uh, off the monorails on Instagram to follow us there. Uh, but yeah, yeah that's our daily driver. But yeah. Um, we, we look forward to some, some, uh, episodes coming up. Uh, we've got, uh, we'll be continuing our uh, resort series as well. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And we've got a lot of got really some fun ones sprinkled in too. Yeah. We got some really cool stuff planned for the rest of the year. So, uh, we appreciate you guys taking some time to listen to us. Um, Justin, I appreciate you uh, running me through the gauntlet and uh, <laughs> being my interviewer today. And uh, yeah, this was a this was a good one. It's always fun to catch up with uh, with the boys. Uh, unfortunately, it's minus Ryan today, but yeah, uh, it's always good to get a, another recording done and catching up and getting some more information out there for the, our, for our listeners and viewers. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see Ryan on the next episode and, uh, we'll catch you all then. With that being said, I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And this is off the monorails. Rails.